3: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan. We've got Toran here with us. Hey everyone. Today we're going to be talking about the delightful Pixar movie Soul, which uh, which we watched back in uh, towards the end of 2020. But we haven't had a ago. yeah, we haven't had a chance to talk about it. And I actually really liked it, so I thought we'd uh, we'd have a chat about it today. Bit about the movie. It's directed by Peter Doctor, and uh, that name. Might not be uh, familiar to a lot of people, but basically he's directed a lot of the standalone Pixar movies, so uh, one of them being inside out his previous one but he 's also directed up and uh, Monsters Inc the first one Pixar prodigy and he's been he's been with Pixar for a long time so he 's been involved in uh toy he was involved from toy Story onwards in in some form, so he was a writer for Toy Story and then he was uh, director for Monsters, Inc., and then he was involved with Incredibles and uh, Ratatouille as, uh, in, in some form. So he's been basically involved in He's been in and
0: around the system.
3: Yeah. So this movie, it stars Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. They're the two main characters, but it has a bunch of other actors as well. Uh, in the supporting cast but those two are the main ones that we follow we'll get into what the story is in a second this was meant to release in July of 2020 obviously like a lot of movies it got delayed because of COVID-19 and then eventually Disney made the decision to release it straight to Disney Plus and it didn't come with the price tag that Mulan did uh, for example so it was actually just a normal release onto Disney Plus which I think a lot of people appreciated a bit about the streaming, actually. Now that we're on the streaming part of it, so this released straight to straight to Disney plus as I said, and apparently thirteen percent of viewers that watch this movie subscribe to Disney plus just to watch this movie, so they got basically new subscribers that wanted to watch this
0: movie that's uh more than I thought thirteen yeah. percent fair amount
3: yeah yeah I mean that's a decent number, and I think that's what Disney were banking on by not making it a uh a purchase purchasable movie like they did with Mulan. Mm. Another thing that that came out from this movie is apparently it's it was it hasn't been on streaming for that long, but apparently it's already amongst the most watched straight to streaming titles of 2020, right behind the other Disney Plus release Hamilton, which I still haven't seen. Apparently, it's amazing, and also the other Christmas release Wonder Woman 1984.
0: Oh, okay. This is all streaming. All streaming. Yeah. Okay. Better than Netflix stuff. Yeah, yeah. Better than the Adam Sandler Netflix movies.
3: So the the most actually got uh, some uh, stats on this. So
0: I know what the most streamed TV show is on Netflix? Oh, I think on everywhere, I think. Witcher? Which you yes. said before. Yeah. Oh, did I say that already?
3: I think this is the uh,
0: third episode where you're mentioning this. Hi. Oh, I love <laughs> saying that bridgerton's number five in case anyone want to know
3: oh yeah have you seen that yet
0: no it sucks no i've seen some of it it's not for me (laughs) it's not for me
3: some stats on 2020 streaming in terms of movies what's the number one streamed movie of 2020 on all platforms so disney plus netflix amazon everything
0: everything okay did you just say it just before though I may have. Yeah, is it? You said Wonder Woman, didn't you?
3: <laughs> no. So it wasn't Wonder Woman. It was uh, Hamilton.
0: Oh no! You just said it just before. Yeah, you yeah. said Hamilton, and then it's Wonder Woman. Yeah,
3: yeah. 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 So Hamilton yeah. is the most streamed movie on any platform. And then number two is is Borat, the Borat the second movie. I think it's called subsequent movie or something
0: like that. Subsequent movie film. on
3: on Amazon Prime. Third, I'll I'll leave that as a suspense. Uh, it's not one you're going to ever ever guess, but uh, fourth was Extraction on Netflix, mm. and then fifth, might be a surprise to a lot of people, but I know a lot of people like this show, Phineas and Ferb the movie. Oh, okay. Um, yep. The, the new one that uh, that came out this year, so that's number five. Number three, just take a guess at what number three might be.
0: Give me a clue. Is it an Adam Sandler movie? No. Okay.
3: It's on Amazon Prime.
0: It's on Amazon Prime. It's yeah. a movie. It's a movie. These are all movies. Yeah. It's an English movie.
3: Yes, it's an English movie,
0: yeah. On Amazon Prime? Yeah. Palm Springs?
3: No. No, I don't know that. It's a movie that m- released theatrically, so it wasn't like a straight to Amazon release. Last Prime. year?
0: Yeah. It, re- it released theatrically and then got released on Amazon Prime.
3: Afterwards, yeah. So it released, I think it released maybe early last year? My Spy. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: How'd you guess that? I don't know. I just, <laughs> yeah. It's that's the only movie I could think of on Amazon Prime that released <laughs> theatrically last year, yeah, it yeah. was either that or bloodshot. That was my second guess,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my spy. I just never thought that would be up there mm. number three most I haven't seen it yet I' actually really wanted to watch it when I saw the trailer for it, so maybe I'll maybe well, we'll watch it you're after the this. only
0: one well actually evidently not you're not the only <laughs> one there's there's lots of people that want to watch it
3: <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh i'm that's what I'm doing after this back to Seoul so Seoul it actually did release theatrically in some places where it could release and also places where they don't have Disney plus so it released in mostly in Asia so it actually did really well in China so at the overall box office level it's made 58 million which mm. is not too bad in the current circumstances most of that is from China so it's got about 26 million from China one thing about China because I know they don't like Star Wars and I heard one of the reasons that they don't like Star Wars is because it's got ghosts in it and they don't like ghosts. Mm. I don't know if that's true. I, I could be like just, you know, completely being uh, culturally insensitive here. To, but um, be, yeah, I
0: do actually know.
3: But this movie it deals with, you know, souls and the afterlife and, and things. Uh, thanks for that. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to – We've got a new console that does uh, podcasting stuff for us and it comes inbuilt with these these sounds. And usually I'm in control of this console, so that's why you haven't heard these music, these
0: sound effects. That's or, why you haven't had this amazing yeah, background sound effects coming through.
3: So the, but today
0: this, I'm on the console, so...
3: Yeah, you're going to get a whole new experience in this episode. So, yeah, so... Um,
0: yeah, so it, d- it Deals with all the spooky stuff.
3: Yeah, it deals... I mean, mm. I wouldn't say spooky, but it's like, you know, afterlife, that sort of stuff. And it... Mm. But obviously it's resonated with Chinese and it's resonated with a lot of people. And I'll, we'll get into what we think about the movie.
0: It's because it's got little cute characters.
3: I guess so, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So what what is the story? This guy's a musician mu- I was gonna, say, magician. Musici- I was gonna <laughs> say musician
3: <laughs> I was gonna say musician. It's a musician and a magician yeah. together. <laughs> um
0: he's a he's a he's a teacher. He's a school teacher. That was
3: a perfect time for you to use one of the sound effects. Yeah. That one, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's, he's a school teacher who teaches music and he, but he wants to be an actual musician. Yes. Like he wants to play shows and stuff like that. He's a, he's a jazz musician. Yes. Yes. Which um, is
3: another, I mean, there's obviously the, the music side of it and there's, you know, the, the genre of music called soul as well.
0: Yes. Um, so yes. that's
3: kind of another way the title plays. Blends it together. In. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he gets a gig finally, but then he dies.
3: Yeah, literally, that, that's literally what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then um, he's this try to become back alive.
3: This, this movie could be really dark. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. he dies.
0: Yeah, he, he straight <laughs> up dies. Like yeah. Yeah, falls down a manhole and uh, he's dead. And yeah, he's trying to come back alive. Tina Fey's trying to stay dead. No, yeah, not so- dead. She's unborn. Tina Fey doesn't want to be born.
3: So and he gets transported when when he dies. He gets transported into this. Dimension where they go into this afterlife phase of their life, Um, but then there's another part where, which is like the
0: before life. you somehow. Yeah. There shouldn't be there shouldn't be a link that close to them. It's very easy to swap from one to the other. Yes.
3: And obviously, uh, he when he does die, he's just landed this gig that you know he's been waiting for his whole life. So he really doesn't want to die now. Like he's been waiting his whole life for this, and then he dies. So that's why he wants to go back. And then he meets this other character, which is played by Tina Fey, 22. Her name is 22 because that's the number designated to her soul, essentially. So she was the 22nd soul ever made. Uh, And she's been in this before-life dimension for a very, very long time because she never wants to go down to earth and actually live a proper life. And she has her reasons for that. So it's basically this uh, interaction between someone who really wants to go back to Earth and another person who really doesn't want to go to Earth and uh, what happens based on that. And the movie takes a bit of a unexpected turn. Like I didn't know this because uh, I didn't really watch the trailers or anything for this, so I didn't know that this happens where uh, they do eventually come back to Earth, but something happens. We'll get into it in spoilers. But, yeah, I thought that was an interesting twist. But the main thing I liked about this movie is that these Pixar movies that deal with like these non-franchise Pixar movies. So if you take out like The Incredibles, The Toy Stories, these one-off sort of movies, and they deal with like pretty deep philosophical questions, like Inside Out's one of them. This, this is obviously one of them. And I guess Up sort of falls into that category as well. I wouldn't say they're made for kids, but kids can watch them. But I feel like adults will relate to them more and it, it actually resonates more with adults. And this is no different to that. Inside Out is probably my fav- one of my favourite Pixar movies. It's, it's up there. It's probably in the top three for me. Mm-hmm. And I really like this one as well because it makes you question certain things, especially after the year 2020 was. So I, th- I really like that. And the other thing is this is – it's a movie dealing with the afterlife and generally that's only really explored it's, – well, it's, it's hard to explore this sort of concept without getting into some sort of religious construct – some sort of religion type thing, um, but they deal with it in a very independent of religious beliefs sort of way. So it's it in no way is it a religious movie at all. Anyone can relate to it. Uh, you don't have to be a religious person as such. So I think I, they did that really well. I appreciated how they did that. And one thing we always mention with Pixar movies is the animation is... Amazing. Unfortunately, we had to watch it at home on a TV. We watched it at, at our parents' place on a just a normal full HD TV. It wasn't even 4K, and it looked amazing. So I'm, I'm mm. assuming that if this actually released in cinemas, it would have been an incredible experience in terms of the visuals. Anything you had to add on top of that? Not
0: really. It was a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah.
3: I think I liked it more than you, but yeah. maybe – I don't know if it's cuz of the phase
0: I'm in my life as well,
3: <laughs> like this midlife crisis sort of phase, so maybe it just uh, resonated with me more.
0: Yeah. That's that's fair. I I I definitely thought it was a good movie though. It's kind of inside outish. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar feels.
3: Yeah, and they yeah. do mix in it's obviously it could be a very serious topic and uh yeah. quite dark.
0: But it's got lots of good humor in yeah, it got, as well. It's got yeah.
3: a lot of uh humor mixed into it, so that yeah. makes it Uh, an enjoyable time as well. I just think it's a good time to watch. I think it's probably a bit too deep for like little kids. I just don't think they'd really probably enjoy this movie as much. But I think maybe um, sort of early teens onwards would really find this movie enjoyable as well as insightful, I guess, that it it adds a bit of – it just gives you a bit bit of perspective, a little bit of a different perspective on life essentially. So I I would say it's like a – it's almost like a – Emphasizing that you should live life, pretty much. That's the that's the message from, from much. the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I actually really, really enjoyed it. It's probably I, I said in uh, our most anticipated episode where I said it was my favorite movie of twenty twenty. Slim pickings for twenty twenty, but um, yeah,
0: there was like four yeah. movies to pick from, so <laughs> this was the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. if you've
3: got Disney Plus. Yeah, definitely watch it.
0: It's free. Better than Mulan, Yeah, paid 30 bucks for.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's better than Mulan. I also I give it a cognitive recalibration. Yeah, same. yeah. Yeah.
1: Selling a little or a lot.
0: Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching.
3: We can jump into spoilers, but I've got a bit of trivia, spoiler-related trivia. So if you haven't seen the movie, please watch it and then come back to this point in the episode and listen to our spoilers. In the initial draft of the story, apparently 22 was the main character. So you'd actually meet 22 and see the movie through 22's perspective. And then they kind of reversed it because they thought it would be more relatable to have a main character that's from Earth rather than from this other dimension. So there's all these Pixar Easter eggs, which i I only As started are, uh, always is yeah, yeah. I mean there there are, ah, but they're even deeper than I even expected them, so apparently there's this whole concept of a one one three Have you heard of this? yeah, so there's a classroom number used by the character animation students in the California Institute of Arts, and a lot of the students of that school end up becoming Pixar. Workers, so that they, they end up working for pixar there's just these subtle references to a113 in apparently all pixar movies and this movie is no different uh there's this hall of everything i think it's in the pre-birth dimension where you figure out what your sort of talents are what your interests are and stuff and there's a part where there's a pizza planet truck which is another reference in itself so there's a pizza planet truck which is a reference to toy, toy story. story yeah but within the same shot, there's a street sign that says A113. There's another A113 Easter egg, and this is like super subtle. So when Terry is searching for Joe, she pushes a key on the piano. Terry, being I think it's that character that's uh, does oh, like, yeah, he's the like the old, yeah, yeah, uh, like he counts, the all knowing bean. He, he, well, he keeps track of the numbers, so like yep. everything needs to tally up. So the number of people on earth and the number of people in the afterlife and all that yep, yep. has to tally up. So that character's Terry. When she's searching for Joe, she pushes a key on a piano and the note is A2. So this is this is what oh, I mean okay. when it's super yep. deep. So it's A2, but it's a detuned piano. And when you check the tuning, it's at 131, uh, 113 hertz, so 113 hertz. So, it's A113. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Other Easter eggs. It's a whole bunch of them.
0: Yes. What? There's a ball. Which ball? I don't know. There's like this inflatable ball. ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, in yeah. like every every the, uh, Pixar movie.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's probably in here somewhere. It's probably in there. I, did, yeah. I, I didn't yeah. see it. One of the ads on the subway is for Brang, which is the startup company that Riley's dad moved to in San Francisco and in Inside Out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're yep. sort of in an interrelated universe. And then 22, so she's had a lot of... The the way it works with these new souls that go into Earth is they have some mentors that help them transition into life. And 22's had a whole bunch of very prominent mentors throughout time. Uh, but one of them that she... She mentions like a lot of famous people like Mahatma Gandhi and uh, Mother Teresa and stuff like that. But three significant Disney names... ...that she mentions are Joe Grant, Joe Ranft and
0: Jack Kirby. Is Jack Kirby the same Jack Kirby that made... No, it's a different Jack Kirby, I'm guessing. No, it's, it's the not. same. It's, the it's same. a Batman Jack Kirby.
3: No. Uh no. Is, is that Jack Kirby? That's uh, Bill Finger, right?
0: Isn't it Jack Kirby and Bill Finger?
3: So Jack Kirby was the... He's the artist. So he's, he's the one that drew a lot of comic book characters... So he worked, He I think he worked at DC and Marvel, but when he worked at Marvel, he created a lot of the famous characters, so Spider-Man, Captain America, X-Men, Thor, Hulk. So he he was the uh, illustrator for a lot of those. So that's the Jack Kirby that uh, she yeah, mentioned. Yeah, so
0: Jack Kirby's the guy that made Batman.
3: So is it Bob Kane
0: who's always... Uh, oh, no, it's Bob Kane. Yeah, yeah, it's Bob Kane. Jack Kirby's different. Yeah. Jack Kirby's Marvel, yeah. Yeah, Jack Kirby. Bob Kane's the guy that... Made Batman, but made Bill, Batman. Finger, Bill, Bill Finger, Finger, actually made Batman. Yeah.
3: And then the, the other two names: so Joe Grant. So Grant is a Disney animation legend who worked on classic films, going all the back, all the way back through to Snow White, which is the very first theatrically released Disney film, all the way through the Disney Renaissance. And then he also helped Pete Doctor on Monsters Inc. So he was uh, around for were working on animation for a very, very long time. And the other name, Ramft, who's also a Disney legend, worked at Disney Animation before moving to Pixar and being nominated for an Academy Award for the screenplay of Toy, Toy Story. So he was uh, mainly working on Pixar movies. He also voiced Heimlich. I can't remember who that is in Bug's Life.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember who that is. either.
3: Other Pixar-related Easter eggs. So when Joe's getting a haircut by Des, so yep. this is this sequence where we haven't really – mention this twist but basically they end up going back to earth but they switch bodies yeah and joe goes into the body of a cat yeah and 22 goes into the body of joe yep after this happens basically joe needs to get a haircut and he goes to his normal barber des and des has a picture of his daughter with the bunny doll from toy story 4 which is voiced by jordan peel
0: oh yeah yep yep yeah no i do remember that doll yeah, yeah.
3: The first soul, so there's a part in the soul dimension where they count, well, they're basically assigning numbers to each of the new souls. And the first new soul that they assign a number to is number 108-210-121-415. And that's just not just any random number. Apparently, it lines up with the current, as of the release, estimate from the Population Reference Bureau, which estimates that more than 108 billion humans have ever existed on Earth. Oh, okay. At any yep. point in time. Yeah. So
0: it's a accurate estimation. Yes.
3: There's some other spoiler stuff, but I guess we can is there any particular spoiler things you wanted to talk about for this movie?
0: No, it's not really like a spoiler heavy movie, is it? Other than that the, the cat switcheroo. swapping. Yeah, yeah. Which was which was fun. That led to some very funny moments. Yeah, there's not there's not too many heavy spoilers. I didn't expect him to go back to Earth at the end. I thought that was surprising. So I've I got something on like that because yeah.
3: apparently there was an alternate ending. He still goes back to Earth. So in the in the alternate ending, Joe ends up touring with Williams. Tina yeah, uh, not Tina Fey. So that you know the uh, the singer that oh he yeah ends yeah, up, yeah yeah the singer yeah yeah so he ends up touring with her and teaching students privately on the side. And then apparently twenty two becomes one of his new students, and he recognized that it was
0: her. Does Uh, she recognise him? I don't think so, because he's like a new soul.
3: According to one of the producers, uh, the ending was rejected because there was something that innately was not satisfying about it. So they leave the ending pretty open. So you don't actually see what happens, like where 22 ends up going. Yeah. Uh, And Joe ends up going back to Earth, and all he says is he's going to- uh,
0: Live life. Just live life, yeah. Yeah.
3: And that's, that's- I
0: thought he would die. But that would have been a pretty sad ending. Yeah. Cuz yeah, he was It is a kids movie, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think he was like pretty much He was happy to
3: die. He was yeah, he was ready to content, die. Content. Yeah. yeah. But they give him another chance. Yeah. They, uh,
0: I thought he was going to reject the second chance as well. I'm like, yeah. "Oh, okay, so he's going back."
3: <laughs> yeah. They they fudge the numbers a bit and they yeah. they send him back and they but, give him another chance.
0: Yeah. I guess it, it's a kids movie so they can't just kill off the main character.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, it still ends on a slight, like... Positive note. Positive. Yeah. I wouldn't say happy, but it's like positive and slightly open-ended. There's one more Easter egg. And this is like an Easter egg to, I guess, real life. So, there's... uh, When Joe's in the cat's body, he comes across a rat dragging a slice of pizza. Mm. And apparently, that's a reference. And this is... Apparently, this really happened. In 2015, there was an infamous New York City rat who was caught on video by comedian Matt Little dragging an entire piece of pizza down the subway steps, and it was called the Pizza Rat. <laughs>
0: that deserves that. <laughs> that. That deserves that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, standing ovation. Yeah, like, um, actually, I'm going to look up that right now. I want to see this video. I want to see this video of this rat with uh, a pizza. I've never heard of this video. It is a rat, and it is a... Big New York pizza
0: slice. Yeah. He bailed. Too much pizza.
3: (laughs) He ends up just dropping it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a real thing. If you look at the IMDb trivia for this, it's like pages (laughs) and pages and pages of uh, trivia for this movie. And most of them are just Easter eggs to other Pixar films. So I I haven't included. This is just like, you know, 10, not even 10%. It's like 5% of some of the trivia that's on there. I'm seeing if there's anything else I can add. Uh, there's a broccoli pizza from Inside Out that appears in one of the pizzas. Oh, okay. In the yep. pizza store. There's Subway Train that Joe and Mr. Middens are going on is numbered 2319, which is the same code in Monsters, Inc. And Monsters, Inc. is also directed by Peter Doctor. So, I mean, out of the movies that he's directed, are any of them actually, you know, well, Pixar rarely went <laughs> really, really bad makes movies it, anyway. Yeah. But the ones he's directed at Monsters, Inc., up inside out in this, yeah. I like all of them. Monsters Inc. is probably my nostalgia
0: wise. Not Mo- Monsters yeah, Inc.'s very, yeah, very good.
3: And uh, up, up yeah, is just
0: he, he got he went from Monster Inc., which is like this happy, happy yeah. movie, and then he's slowly got it more depressed as he's gone along. He's yes. gone to up, which is. A kind of sad movie as yeah. well. They went to Inside Out, which is a sad movie. And then he said, this, this as well. Yeah. The next one's going to be about suicide.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the Pixar way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Up is. Up is sad. It is sad. Like the first 10, 15 minutes, minutes. is yeah. is quite sad. Yeah. Inside Out Someone is. Someone should check
0: on this bloke. Yeah. Is he all
3: right? Is he okay? Like, yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, he's making very philosophical movies. I. In terms of what's coming up for him, he's not directing any movies coming up, but he's involved in the next three Pixar movies. So one being Luca, which is coming out this year. don't know what it's about. I haven't seen anything about it, but uh, it's meant to come out in the usual Pixar date, June 20, in, in June. Then there's two other movies. So there's, these were just recently announced. So there's Turning Red, which I'll look up what that one is because I haven't heard of that one. And there's Lightyear, which is that Buzz Lightyear movie starring Chris Evans. Oh, yeah,
0: on uh, Disney+. Plus.
3: No, I think it's a proper movie.
0: I thought it was coming to Disney+. Plus.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Turning Red, what is this? Oh, yep. I saw something about this. Turning Red is an upcoming American 3D computer animated coming-of-age film produced by Pixar. It's coming out on March eleventh, 2022, and it's about a young girl's devotion to a boy band who uncontrollably poofs into a giant red panda. That's literally what it is.
0: Okay, that the boy band turns into a panda or she turns into a panda.
3: Let me read this again. A young girl's devotion to a boy band who uncontrollably poofs into a giant red panda.
0: That it, her devotion turns into a panda. <laughs> like there's three options there. I don't know I don't know who's turning into the panda.
3: <laughs> there's a little bit more on it. So in Turning Red, Mei Lee is a confident dorky 13-year-old torn between staying staying her mother's dutiful daughter and the chaos of adolescence. And as if changes to her interests, relationships and body weren't enough, whenever she gets too excited, which for a teenager is practically always, she poofs into a giant red panda.
0: She turns into the panda. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean this is the uh this is the poster.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: just yeah. listen, just look up turning red and you'll see this little girl standing in front of a giant red. It's it's they're not choking when yeah. they that that, that they is the synopsis yeah <laughs> it's directed by the director who previously direct uh, made the short film Bow
0: for, oh yeah I like that Pixar. one yeah
3: Luca I just want to look up what Luca is as well synopsis okay so Luca set in a beautiful seaside town in the Italian Riviera. Disney and Pixar's original film, Luca, is about a coming-of-age story about one young boy experiencing an unforgettable summer filled with gelato, pasta, and endless scooter rides. Luca shares these adventures with his newfound best friend, but all the fun is threatened by a deeply held secret. They are sea monsters from another world just below the water's surface. Okay. Till that last sentence, I'm like, "This (laughs) this sounds a lot like, what's that movie? with timothy chalamet and um uh, call me by your name or something oh, yeah. yeah
0: what okay is that like this movie
3: that movie is basically they're in the italian countryside and oh, like, okay yep, yeah yep. spend a summer together
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just call it's, it's that exact movie except they're monsters instead <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah i don't know it's all pixar's always a coming of age like Every every single synopsis for Pixar is like coming
0: of coming age movie. Right? Yeah. yeah, they're never not coming of age. When yeah. are they of age? <laughs>
3: I guess in this one they're of age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's so much of age that he's dead. So uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else on Soul or Pixar?
0: Not particularly. Yeah. Look, they've got their they've got their kind of general. Not not formula, but they've got their their baseline and they always generally hit it. Yeah. yeah they're, they're generally pretty solid Pixar, so.
3: Yeah, like most movies I watch from Pixar,
0: I never walk out saying, you know, I didn't like it. No, yeah.
3: There are some movies in retrospect, I'm
0: like, you know, yep. it wasn't
3: really that good.
0: Yeah, except Cars 2. I walked out of that, and I'm like, this is shit.
3: <laughs> like Toy Story 4, it was good, but it wasn't that good. Yeah. Same with Incredibles 2. It was good, yep. but it wasn't. You know,
0: incredible. Yeah. But Cars was trash. We could agree <laughs> on that. Cars two Cars and three. Two.
3: I haven't seen three yet. Yeah, they're yeah. both trash. Yeah, yeah, and one wasn't great either. One
0: is okay. Two is genuinely probably the worst Pixar movie ever made.
3: I think so. There's, I mean, Bugs Life and all that. They're fine. They're pretty good. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, they've they've got a good baseline. They usually hit it. What do you think of I Onward? I haven't seen it. Yeah, Onward is good too.
3: I'll put it in the same range as like a Monsters University.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a good baseline. It's good time. I feel like they they hit it 99% of the times. Nine out of a, 99 out of 100 will be good. You will get the odd one that's not as good though.
3: And the animation's always really always good. Really yeah. good. Okay. I think that's all we had on Soul. Yeah. So if you haven't watched it. it, watch it.
0: Yeah. I guess uh yeah. to <laughs> to conclude, uh, to sum up what we've talked about, and that's that's pretty much it. You can yeah. just not listen to the rest, listen to that one line. And I think it's a good
3: movie to watch at the moment because we live such busy lives and stuff. We tend to lose track of what's, uh, really important and that we should really, you know, try to try to enjoy our lives a bit more mm. when we can. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, Definitely. a lot of people, you know, are struggling at the moment. Just gives you a bit of perspective because some people just don't enjoy life, but they,
0: don't really have any reason not to. Yeah, definitely. Cool. On that
3: uh, highly philosophical note, if people want to get in touch with us...
0: I wish there was like a philosophical button on this that I could have pushed. What
3: about, what about this one?
0: Okay. Yeah, well, yeah it's it's not, does a, it doesn't perfectly fit. Yeah, yeah, not really, but... No, nah, yeah. we'll, we'll go with it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. If people want to get in touch with us, how do they go about it?
0: Uh so we're on cognitive recalibration on all platforms and uh if you want to email us, our email is cognitive recalibration podcast at uh, gmail.com.
3: If you want to support the podcast, you can give us a good review on iTunes or Spotify, because that makes us more discoverable on search engines. If you want to further support the podcast, we have Amazon affiliate links, which I'll link below for all the Pixar movies. I think there's actually a bundle where you can get all the obviously not including soul but you can get all the pixar movies on blu-ray should be a good collective uh collector's box set to have if you're a collector of physical media i know physical media is like dying and people are like you know why would you even
0: buy blu-rays and stuff but yeah. i think there's still a place for them no nah, i think it's dying i don't buy anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but
3: sometimes streaming services don't have the
0: movie you're looking for right yeah then that's when you go on Pirate Bay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we don't endorse that at all. Um, no. we, we've never done that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But on the download, we've done it lots. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, I like to collect physical media. So I've got, um, for example, I've got all Christopher Nolan's movies, including Tenet, which I didn't really like that much. And I probably won't even watch again. But
0: I've got still it. got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just in case. <laughs> and
3: I've got some of the Marvel ones on, you know, I've spent the extra money to get the Steelbook, the collector's edition of Steelbook. So, yeah, for those of you who still do that, I'll link the the movies down below for the Amazon affiliate link so we get a bit of a kickback. If you want a further... And for
0: those who don't want to do it, I'll link Pirate, Pirate <laughs> Bay below. <laughs> And we don't get a kickback if we don't do, get a kickback from Pirate. We'll man, get a different kind of kickback
3: from, yeah. from the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. It's always there. <laughs> uh okay. And if you want to further support the podcast as well, we've got uh buy me a coffee where you can give us a one off donation, uh which we'll use to further develop the podcast. That brings us to the to the end. We're not yeah. actually going to link Pirate Bay. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh,
0: That's what you think. <laughs> I, I don't want to get a call back from uh, F- the FBI. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. uh, Could go either way. I can't. I can't commit on either one or the other. So, <laughs> I was listening to this um,
3: other podcast on on the dark web and, like, all the stuff that goes on in the dark web.
0: I thought you said you are listening to the podcast on the dark web. I'm like, how did you, you get onto the dark yeah, web? Can, uh, I didn't know there was podcasts on the dark yeah, web. <laughs> in
3: other news, you can find us on the dark web as yeah. well. Um,
0: That's where we link Pirate, bait. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, basically, uh, there's this – you have to use this browser. I'm sure, like, people know about this, but you have to use this browser called Tor, which is what, like, the uh, – like the US military and stuff use because they have like highly encrypted information you need to use that to access the dark web and when you're on the dark web there's no like there's no websites like you can't just type in a website you need like a, a special code sort of thing to use to use it this podcast was it was on the silk road which is like the how a lot of like things trafficking came about. stuff yeah like yeah. the drug drug trafficking on on the dark web came about and then how all those payments were facilitated using bitcoin as well so that was like the rise of bitcoin it's very interesting um if it's on this podcast called case files very popular podcast and another australian podcast uh they did a special on the silk road a three episode special on the silk road a couple of years ago it's very very interesting listening and uh for those who are interested in uh you know the dark web and also Bitcoin. With uh, with that doing very well in terms of uh, the the price of Bitcoin at the moment. If anyone's interested in that, I'm sure our, our audience is very different to, the, to that sort of audience. But if anyone's interested in that, check it out. It's it's a uh, it's just uh, eye opening, and it's mm. just very interesting to see how all this happened. It, it's and it was facilitated by this guy called the Dread Pirate Roberts. That was his name. Uh, it's not his real name, but that was. He basically screen name. Yeah, instigated this whole process with the with the drugs and he made a lot of money, but he ended up getting caught as well. Going to jail. Fair enough. So that's why I don't want to link Pirate Bay. Okay. (laughs) But I'm gonna link it anyway.
0: (laughs) I'm gonna live life like they said it's (laughs) so. If you're gonna link Pirate Bay, you link Pirate Bay. (laughs) So okay. You better go into the description and check if I've linked Barbe or not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope you're all staying safe, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.
1: They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all.
1: yahoofinance.com.